I'm Daniel. And I'm Hannah. And we're massive Disney fans. So we've decided to start a podcast where we'll be re-watching some of our favorite movies. As well as reviewing new releases as they come out in theaters and on Disney+. Plus. So pull up a chair and come with us as we experience the magic of Disney. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Daniel. What's up? It's been like forever. I know, a whole week without the podcast. I'm kind I of know. We're back, yes, and we're so sorry. I was moving into college, so I didn't really have time. But next week, we will be doing Aristocats. However, this week, we will be watching the first Avengers movie. We thought we'd have a Marvel day. Yeah, we're not really Marvel people, so... We aren't, so... It was a little different for us. It was very different. Um, the note-taking was also different. Um, <laughs> but because That's... Hannah and I don't know anything about Marvel, we brought in a very special guest, a really great friend of ours. Phoebe, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. I'm Phoebe, and I love Marvel, and that is why I am here today. <laughs> Phoebe, what is your, tell us like your favorite movies, your favorite Marvel movie, your favorite Disney movies. So my favorite Disney movie is Moana, duh. And one of my most favorite Marvel movies is Captain America Civil War, but of course I love them all. But my all-time favorite would be Captain America Civil War because it's just a special place in my heart. That one's good. I love that one. I haven't seen that one. Oh, God, it's so amazing. I have seen, um, okay, let's see. Captain America, Iron Man, Thor 1, Thor 2, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2, and I've seen Avengers Infinity War. It's not bad. And you saw And Avengers. I just watched the first Avengers. Um, I've seen Civil War, Infinity, um, Endgame. Both of the Guardians of the Galaxies... Obviously not the Avengers. I've seen one of the Hulks. Yeah, I think that's it. Oh, and I've seen the first Spider-Man. Oh yeah, same. Yeah. Oh, that one's um, that's not a Disney Plus because I have seen every single one of them. <laughs> I've also seen Black Panther. I don't know how I forgot about. That. Oh my God! Yes, Black Panther. I've seen that too. So Phoebe, since you are our Marvel expert, will you do us the honor of telling us the plot to the first Avengers movie? So Nick Fury, who is the head of S.H.I.E.L.D., recruits a team of heroes to battle an unexpected enemy. Um, the, the heroes that he gathers together are Thor, son of Odin, Natasha Romanoff, who is a Russian spy, Iron Man, who we all know is um, Tony Stark, um captain america who is steve rogers uh hawkeye who is clint barton and the hulk who is bruce bruce banner and all six of them come together to defeat to defeat thor's brother who comes to start a war thank you phoebe for that description of the plot and now that the plot is done we go into the cast so the cast to the original, the original, the cast to the first Avengers movie is, of course, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, Chris Evans as Captain America, Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow or Natasha Romanoff, Chris Hemsworth as Thor, Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner, Jeremy Renner as Clint Barton or Hawkeye, and Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. Did I miss anyone? Oh, Tom Hiddleston plays Loki. I think that's everyone important enough. Gwyneth Paltrow, of course, is Pepper Potts. Um, I'd bring up Agent Coulson. Yes. Uh, Agent Coulson is played by Clark Gregg, and Maria Hill is played by Kobe Sm- Smulders. So that is the main cast of The Avengers. So, Hannah, do you want to talk about the parks? Oh, yeah, sure. So, mm, okay, well, I'm thinking of Disney World, and we don't have most of the contracts. I say we, I'm a part of it. That's funny. Um, So, while Disney World doesn't have a lot of the contract to use 
the Avengers in the parks because Universal has um, the rights right now. So Universal has like what a Spider-Man ride, right? Universal has a like a 3D Spider-Man ride, and I think there's a roller coaster called the Hulk. Yep, that's right. I think that's all they have. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Ride-wise. There's like a whole area that's just Marvel, but I think those are the only two rides. So, in Disney World, they're opening a Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster in Epcot, which should be coming out in the next year or so. Um, and they do have the rights to use Guardians of the Galaxy because technically that's not Avengers, if I'm right. I'm, um, you are correct, and they are not—they are not technically a part of the Avengers because they are their own, like. Right. Team. And then in Disneyland, uh, there's going to be an Avengers campus. Um, oh, and there's the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, there's the Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout in California Adventure. Um, yeah, I didn't know about the Epcot thing. Is that going to be in the new World Discovery? Um, it's going to be... Uh, you know how they took out interventions and the oh my Yeah, God. they're they're redoing all the sections. There's gonna be like World Discovery, World Celebration, World yeah. Nature and World Showcase. So that this ride I think is what's replacing the Ellen's Energy Adventure. Finally. Did you ever ride that? I didn't know it existed. I remember telling you it closed and you were like, What's that? Yeah. I didn't know that Ellen had a ride at Epcot. Um, so, this movie came out in 2012, it's a long one, it's two hours and 24 minutes. Oh my god, it was so long. Yeah, I'm- It was so long. It was hard. Too long. It was not too long. <laughs> it was kind of too long. It was too long. Yeah, but you need the whole backstory. Oh my god. They could sum that up so much faster. Yeah. But that's the whole point of making you understand that they're humans. There, too, could, have also you know? been, there could have also been less fighting. No, they're fighting yes, an entire they're army. Fighting. Okay, well, agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, so the Hulk, this was the first time they used motion capture to portray the character, whereas before, um, they used keyframe animation in the Hulk and, and in the Incredible Hulk. The original TV show was just a different guy, painted green. Yes. That's funny. Um, yeah, no, wasn't it? What was his name? Oh, God. Was it Andre the Giant or was it somebody else? Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, Lou Ferrigno was the original Hulk in the 1977 TV show. 1977 TV show. Wow. Hannah, do you have another fun fact for us? Oh, okay. They didn't really know what to do with Thanos, apparently, with the end credit scene. They wanted him to be in the movie to show him, but they didn't really know what to do about it, so I think they just put him in an end credit scene. Oh. Yes. I remember about that. Apparently, that's Thanos is in it? He's in the end credit scene. I thought the end credit scene was the shawarma. He's in one of the end credit scenes. There are there's two. Oh my god, there's two? Did I miss one? Yeah, I think so. Yes. It's later, I think. What? <laughs> Whoops. Forgive me if I didn't want to sit through another ten minutes of a <laughs> movie. Sorry, too long. Yeah, I think that's all I got for you guys. I have a fun fact. Please. Yeah, sure. Um... In the onset, Robert Downey Jr. would hide food all around the set. So in the middle of filming, he would just eat stuff. And during a part that they actually kept in the movie, most of the time they would cut it because it was a distraction. But he asks Captain he asks he asks um, Captain America for if he wants a blueberry, and that was one of the snacks that he had hidden around the set. Wait, do you have a timestamp for that? 5822. An hour in? Yes. Oh my goodness. 
He has a bag of blueberries. In his hand, yes. Dirty Secret Shield has ever tried to hide blueberry? Yet you're confused about why they didn't want you around. Oh my god. He appears in like... He appears in the end credit scene. Okay, so I feel like this is a great place to transition into notes. And that fun fact kind of ties into my first note because I have a question for Phoebe. At 52 seconds, um, who's the guy that Loki's talking to? You have a, you want, you want to know who that is? Yes, tell me, please. please. So that is, he doesn't have a name, but he is the, as some people have called him the communicator because Thanos is so powerful that he doesn't want people directly talking to him. So he uses this communicator guy to talk through him. If that makes sense. Um, okay. Interesting. Do not know. I swear he might have a name and I'm just blanking on it. Let's look at the cast. Um, so Phoebe, I tried looking up the communicator and nothing popped up. But in the cast, someone is credited as the other. That might be him, yeah. Because he does talk in the, when the movie starts, there's a picture of the Tesseract and he's talking about the Chitari and that is most likely him. He's probably other. Yes, I'm looking him up on fandom, Marvel, MCU wiki, and it's the picture of the other. Hannah, what do you have next? Okay. Um... I don't really understand the point of the Tesseract. <laughs> I know the Tesseract. I feel like Phoebe's just going to be answering all our questions. In this. this is exactly what this episode is going to be. It's going to be Phoebe answering our questions. Like, I don't think so, they give it What is your question about the Tesseract? Like, why is it important? The Tesseract has an unlimited amount of power inside of it that cannot be controlled, and it has the power to destroy worlds and sustain worlds as well. Um, So S.H.I.E.L.D. wants to use this energy to make the world better, but other people obviously want to use it to decimate planets. So it's a very powerful element is basically all it is. It essentially, based off my understanding, it helps power a bunch of weapons and the power inside it can can uh the power inside it in the beginning of the movie created that portal into space yes the tesseract is what brought loki to earth because there are two sides to it there's not two tesseracts it has two sides and every like everything it's like a tunnel like portal um, Yes, so if he enters one side, he will come out of the other. And that is what happened in the beginning. And that's why the Tesseract was, as they said, misbehaving. Okay. Um, my next note is at two minutes. So Hannah, do you have anything before that? No. Phoebe, do you have anything around? No. Okay. So my next note is... um. Frozone. I can't listen. To, I can't watch this movie. I, I, one of the biggest reasons I don't like watching Marvel movies is because Nick Fury is just Frozone. Wait, what? The guy Nick Fury. Fury is the guy who voices Frozone in The Incredibles. Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson. L. Jackson. He is. Yeah, yes. you, you could hear it. It's all I can hear. And I, no, I, I couldn't think. Wait, now I'm gonna. I get so wait. distracted by it. That's so awkward. I did not pick up on that. I can understand why it's frustrating to watch them. To to Disney fans, it can probably be just uh, like harder to listen to. Oh my god, it's so hard. Um, but to Marvel fans, it's hard to watch The Incredibles. Oh yeah, but, which is insane to think. But <laughs> I have a note asking about a Hawkeye movie. Is there going to be a Hawkeye movie? Um, I believe there's going to be a series. I remember seeing something about a Hawkeye movie, but 
Yes. Right. Um, it's it's in the Marvel What If, so it's not it's not something that they're already planning. It's something that they have to think about. Um, like Falcon and the Winter Soldier and uh, the Black Widow movie are in circulation right now. Like they're working on it, they're filming it, but I don't believe that there's any filming for Hawkeye right now. Because I know in the future there's a Black Widow movie that I think was scheduled to be released in 2020. Yeah. And there's a Scarlet Witch something coming out. Yes, that is a series. That's a series. That looks really um, good. Yeah, I really want to see it too. Um, Hannah, what do you got next? So, this is another thing where I feel like the story wasn't very dis- very well like plotted out. So, I don't understand why they'd want to source the energy of the Tesseract if they haven't like completed all the calculations to harness it. Yeah, Hannah brings up a good point. How did they not expect it to misbehave? That um, that is a definite, that is a question that a lot of people have. But I think since they're not on the government's radar, technically, mm-hmm. they don't really want to take the measurements or the, what's the word? The precautions to do that because it's a matter of time that they need to do. Like, it's a... In that in that time, even though twenty twenty is has been a absolute crap ball, people thought they were gonna run out of energy around twelve twenty twelve. So it was like a it was like a kind of a laugh at the government to be mm-hmm. like, Oh, we're not gonna take precautions, we're just gonna use this energy source and see if it works. Cause that's basically what was happening at that time is people were trying to use things that wouldn't work. Gotcha. I'm so glad you're here. If this was just <laughs> we would just we I don't even know. I don't even know. We we wouldn't get anywhere. We could You'd not be like, this. so that was fun. <laughs> no, we would we would complain about how long the movie was for half an hour. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. You have been <laughs> <laughs> Um, my next note, wait, Phoebe, what's your first note? I don't have a lot of notes because I, I have understood and watched this movie multiple, multiple times, and I've watched every other movie in this, in this entire series, but if you are one, like, I know most of the people who watch this movie have seen the previous movies, um, but if you have not there's definitely going to be some confusion because you won't know who the characters are, why they're important, why they're there, why, what is this Tesseract? Like what, what, where did it come from? Like all these different types of things um, that wouldn't make sense to someone who's never even seen any other Marvel movie. Um, So dealing with that, I think that was a bit of a miss on their part being as it was the first movie with all six original characters in it that was your first note that's a long note yeah but i definitely agree um i've seen most of the ones leading up to this i haven't seen the hulk movie because it's not on disney plus the Hulk movie has no, no relevance, like no connection with this movie. It's like because he, he's played by a different person, one, and he has so many different connections in the Hulk movie than he does. The only thing that's relevant with the Hulk movie to the Avengers is the end credit scene where Tony Stark shows up. That's it. Um, hang on, I'm looking at the calendar thing you sent me that. Tells you the actual order to watch it in, not the order they came out in. No. Yes, that is chronological, right? Um, is that what it means? Chronological, yeah, sure. That's a word. I don't know if it's the right word. Okay. The I only guess. one I haven't seen is Iron Man 2. 
before yes. the Avengers. Okay. So um I had a kind of good understanding. Um but I was kind of confused on just little things like leading up to it. Um what yeah, else do we have? Happen. At five minutes and two seconds when Loki appears, I wrote, damn, what an entrance. Yeah. Yes. That is that is an entrance there. It was a like, oh god, it was amazing. And the way that they did it with the CGI and everything, it was just uh It did, it really did. My next note is until fifteen minutes, so go ahead. Um, okay. Another question. Uh, is Lokai always a bad guy? Like, all the way through? Like, in all the movies ever? There is a theory that um, there is a, another energy source kind of thing that is, if anyone has this question, is inside that little spear that he has. Like, that little scepter thingy that he has. Yeah that there is a energy source in there that is not connected that is no way connected to the tesseract which a lot of people think it is when they they're both watch it. blue why would they are both blue, blue if they're not they connected not like this is i'm sorry but this is like basic directing if you want things to appear different you make them different colors well people who have watched it know the story so it's the people that haven't that would get confused so this is just the theory but that I have seen multiple times that Loki was actually under control by Thanos to make him as evil as he was because in every other movie he is not he is not this evil. He is he is like on the bridge of being evil but not really because he loves his family, he loves his brother, he loves his mother especially. Um and people believe that when Thanos gave him that scepter, he controlled his mind. Oh god, it's really hard to explain. That's why Loki was able to control other people because of that scepter. So people think Thanos used that scepter on Loki. Okay, so Phoebe, just to like clarify, you're saying, so the scepter we know holds mind-controlling powers, so you're saying that Thanos used the scepter on Loki to mind control him, and then gave Loki the scepter to take over Earth? Yes. Gotcha. So I was gonna say, I don't remember him, like, always being the bad guy. I always remember him as yeah. the bad guy, but I also, the first Marvel movie I ever watched was Thor. Um, so I, I guess that was just, like, my immediate mindset was that, oh, Loki's the bad guy. Yeah. Oh, I'd also like to mention um, that I feel that Marvel does a really good job of using strong female characters. Oh, yes. They're so for, like, um, female rights and, like, women's rights. It's amazing. Yeah, I really appreciate that. It's yeah, I have a note. Um, I just, I love that um, shift of once she got off the phone, she was telling Agent... She was Coulson. telling Agent Coulson, like, hey, I have to put you on hold. And then she just stood up in the chair and defeated all those guys. Like, she always had the upper hand there. And I just love how... I really loved how that was portrayed. And then at the end, when she, like, picks up her shoes, I really like that. Yeah. yeah. I loved that part. That's one of my favorite parts. Because she's... Um, she goes... <laughs> she says, this moron is giving me everything. So he thought he was interrogating her. And she does that again when she when Loki's captured in the glass glass yes. thing. She makes him think that she she makes him think. What does she make him think, Phoebe? What does she make him think? She makes him think that he that she is so upset and so caught off guard by everything he says. And then she says, "You're a monster," and he says, "You brought the monster." And then she's like, "Oh." He wants Bruce to turn into the Hulk and cause a mess and break everything and make sure that we don't stop him. But so she she is such an important character because she was able to trick the god of the trickster god 
she was able to to trick him. I don't like how she doesn't call herself Black Widow. Oh, me too. I don't yes. like that. She doesn't like to be called Black Widow. If you remember from when she beat up all those guys and he and he was like, I'm not giving her any information. Um, he said, you, ha you earned your name, Black Widow. She doesn't like to, she doesn't like that her name was Black Widow. Mm. Hannah, do you have anything at like 19 minutes? No. Okay, at 19 minutes, 19 minutes and five seconds, I wrote, I ship it with Black Widow and Hulk. I don't, I, I like, I love the um, romantic tension between them in that moment. Yes. Yes. Wait, with who? Black Widow and Hulk. The scene oh. right before yeah. Hulk hulked out, right before uh -huh. Banner hulked out, there was like this kind of, there was this tension in the air and I don't know, I felt it. Yeah. Yeah, I felt that too. I know exactly what you're talking about because a lot of people ship her and someone else and I do not agree. Wait, who do people ship her and Hawkeye? Yes. I I wrote one of my notes is what happened, like what is their history? Because in this movie, like there's clearly something there. And I guess watching this movie oh, yeah. and not oh, knowing, definitely. my thought was either like they they were going out, and, like, he cheated on her, or, like, something bad happened. They were never together. Um, they were just, um, well, actually, he brings it up. Loki says, Hawkeye told me everything. And she goes into detail that she got on S.H.I.E.L.D.'s radar, and um, they sent Clint Barton. He, Clint Barton is Hawkeye, but so... They sent Hawkeye to go kill her, and he didn't kill her when they met up. No one knows why, but everyone thinks everyone thinks it was because they fell in love, but that is not We don't know why in this movie, or, like, do we learn why in another movie? We never know. Do you think it's gonna, we're gonna learn in the Black Widow movie? Possibly, Probably. yes. Because they talk about in... They talk about in this movie, but it's in the one of the fight scenes later on. He, they fought together, like they were army, like not army, but like war, war buddies, kind of. Like they're not a couple just because they're they a boy and a girl. Which I love. I love that Marvel represented not just boy and boys who were war war buddies. It's a boy and a girl, or a man and a woman, fighting together, and they're not. In a relationship like they weren't they're just, they were just fighting partners. together because yes partners like that is nothing there's nothing more he's like a they're like siblings more like are they huh? related they're okay. not related Good. they're not related in any way just like a luke and leia thing like they kiss and then they find a sibling. oh, oh no that still scars me <laughs> um hannah what do you have next I feel like this is a pretty big theme within all the Marvel movies, but specifically the Avenger movies. But whenever they have to call all the Avengers back, none of them want to go at first. They're so reluctant. I mean, if they went back, there would... You know what? Actually, if they went back just immediately, the movie would be half an hour shorter. Exactly. Which would make it so much better. Well, none of them really want to fight because they're done. They're tired. Is bit, that, that's all um, I can Captain remember. America slept for 70 years. He's done being tired. No, no, no. Not that no, I tired. <laughs> I mean, like, they're tired of the fighting. Like, they don't want... They just want the world to be peaceful. Yeah. And they fight because they don't get along. Pretty really. much what happens. Obviously, you've seen the tension between Captain America and Iron Man. I love Pepper and Tony's relationship. Oh, I love And that. I would like to play a clip. Okay, so this is when Agent Coulson comes to Stark Towers. Where's the timestamp? 2610. Oh, that's one of my favorite scenes. 
My next question, <laughs> how does it feel to be a genius? Well, uh, I really wouldn't know now, would I? What do you mean? All this came from you. No, all this came from that. Give yourself some credit, please. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% of the credit. 12%? An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, My baby? I did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. And sorry, but the security snafu, that was on you. Oh. My private elevator. You mean our elevator? It, it was teeming with sweaty workmen. I'm going to pay for that comment about percentages in some subtle way later, aren't I? Not going to be that subtle. I'll tell you what. Next building is going to say pots on the tower. On the lease. <laughs> Call your mom. Can you bunk over? <laughs> Sir, the telephone. I'm afraid my protocols are being overridden. Mr. Uh, Stark, we need to talk. You have reached the life model decoy. Let Tony Stark please leave a message. This is urgent. Then leave it urgently. Security breach is on you. Mr. Stark. Phil, come in. Phil. I can't stay. Uh, his first name is Agent. Come in. We're celebrating. Which is why he can't stay. We need you to look this over as soon as possible. I don't like being handed That's things. That's right, because I love to be handed things. So let's trade. God, I love I that. Love that. I love that scene. Yes, their their dynamic just works so well, and like, oh god, it's amazing. And at the end, I'm jumping ahead here, but um, one hour thirty five minutes. Someone asks Tony if Phil had a wife, and he goes, "No, I think there was the cellist, though," which is funny because at the end of this scene, Pepper and Phil are getting going down the elevator. And you hear Pepper say, how's the cellist? Oh, yeah. I don't remember what his response was, but she was just like, so how's the cellist? Uh, my next is not till 38 minutes. Oh, I have one at 29. This is a question for Phoebe. Phoebe, at okay. 29 minutes and 48 seconds. This is when Loki, like, somehow magically appears in space and he, like, fades into space. Yeah. What's going on there? How is he doing that? What's happening? Okay, so he is using the scepter to go into his mind to remember a memory from when he first was dealing with Thanos to get the Chitari army so he can take over Earth um, because he failed at taking over Asgard, his own. So home. that's a memory. It is a memory. I thought he like why... magically just appeared in space, and I'm like, no, that's why when the other or that man touches the side of his face, he winces because it's a painful memory. Like he doesn't want mm -hmm. to deal with Thanos anymore. He, it, it, Thanos is a very scary man, and if he fails, which he was scared of doing, then he will die. Uh -huh. Another question. So, the Thor movie came out in 2011, and this movie came out in 2012, so the audience knows Thor. But out of the Avengers, is Nick Fury and Loki the only two who know Thor? Um, no. Agent Coulson knows Thor. Um, Dr. Selvik, I believe is how you say his name, knows Thor. Um... There are a couple. But the there are all the shield all the shield agents know but Thor because Tony and Cap of, don't know Thor. Tony and Cap do not know cool. him. No, that's why they have a fight um, in the woods because they don't know why he showed up, why he took. Uh -huh. Oh, because he falls in yeah. Shakespeare in the park. Yes, and doth mother no. know you weareth her drapes. Oh, that's My next note is still 55 minutes, so Hannah, go ahead. Okay, so, hmm, what did I say? At 38 minutes, I said, like, Loki should have been more subtle, like, him and his team when they were popping in, because I feel like it's, like, what was it, two guys or three guys against everybody on the Avengers ship? Like, I don't know, like, he doesn't... When they're in Germany? Or that banquet thing? No, on the ship. Oh, wait. What's the timestamp? 
I think it's 3852. Oh, oh no, no, no. When they're in Germany, you're right. When they're in Germany. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, that is what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, sorry. I'm so, that scene, so the whole, everything about Loki, his whole shtick is being publicly known. Like, his whole idea is, like, he doesn't want to be subtle. He wants everyone to see him. He wants the biggest, like, that's why he has this, the giant crown on his head. Like, so he can be bigger. He can yeah, because after he, after he takes the eyeball from that old man, he puts on the crown and tells everyone kneel to him because he wants to be king. Yeah. Yeah. And he never actually hurt that man. He didn't? No, no. Everyone thinks that um, when he stabbed into the man's eye, that that he was ripping out his eye. Is, and that's not. Here what is we, why everyone not, thinks that. Okay, I can I can tell you why everyone thinks. No, definitely, I understand so, because I thought that for a very. When long he time. takes the thing and puts it in his eyeball. It cuts to where you only see his his lower half and his um, legs are flailing. And generally in movies, when someone like stabs someone and you don't really see what's going on, it's because they can't afford to do any blood or actual, um, yeah. you know, have that animation or whatever. Obviously Marvel can afford it, but it's also just kind of a thing like you don't want to show too much because it'll up your rating to R. Um, so it did look like it kind of gave the vibe. It definitely, it definitely looked like that. But the proof that it never, that he never actually stabbed the eyeball, is he was scanning an eyeball. And when you scan someone's eye to get in somewhere, it has to be perfectly preserved. Like everything has to be perfect. So when he did that, the eye, when um, they're scanning it it was still moving. Like, he, the guy was freaking out because he was scared, obviously. Um, but he was only scanning someone's eye. But he made it look like he was stabbing him in the head. And he was... because. And then when everyone was screaming, he started smiling. Loki is all about attention. Like, he doesn't want to be subtle at mm -hmm. all. He does, He's not like a spy. Like, he's, he's a drama queen, basically. Mm-hmm. My next one is at 55 minutes and 52 seconds. I wrote LOL same. Why? I, I don't know, Hannah. <laughs> We're going to find out. Oh, good. I was hoping we'd find out. I'm, I'm so glad you're going to find out. Oh, 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 oh. When, um, when Nick Fury says um, he's made them as flying monkeys and Thor goes, monkeys. I, I don't understand the reference. Oh, uh, yeah. I do. <laughs> Yes. Captain America is such a little squish. He's so cute. I love how I love how he dresses so 50s, like in a modern way. Does oh, that yeah. make any sense? Yes. And another thing, oh god, I have another thing that's actually really funny that the when he interacts with um Nick Fury, he gives him ten dollars when he first gets on the show. I was going like, to ask about that. Because he's just a gentleman. Like when people would give people rides, like, to anywhere, you'd pay them. you tip them. Like, you still do. Because of, like, Uber, you still pay them when they give you a ride. So he's like, he's like, oh, let me just be nice and give him $10, even though Nick Fury is a multimillionaire. Like, <laughs> I thought they were, it, it was like a bet or something. No, 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 no. Why would you give him $10? That's a lot of money. No, it's not. To a guy from the 50s? That's a lot of money. To a guy from the 50s, yes. That's why he was tipping him, because he's in a giant flying boat. Oh, that's why he's tipping him so much. All right, what's next? And then I have... You. Hulk. Yes. Just at 1 hour, 14 minutes, 30 seconds. Hulk happens. The first Hulk out is what you're talking about? Yeah, Hulk. When is this? One hour, 14 minutes, 30 seconds. That's when Hulk you're becomes Hulk for the first time. Hour and 14 minutes for this to happen? Yep. Insane. This movie's too long. So, yeah. Um, yes, it took a long time. It took a long time, but I think they did that on purpose 
to be suspenseful yeah. because the Hulk is such a big deal, also, I guess. I don't know much about clothes, but um, I know it does not take that long for the shirt to rip off you if you're growing that, that much. It was stretchy. No, most shirts are not. He lives <laughs> in the Middle East and barely made money. He cannot afford stretchy shirts. He did make a lot of money. He's a scientist that but, but discovered... But, like, for the past few years, he was living in the Middle East. That's, like, a doctor, right? Yeah, but yes. still. I mean, you saw how much money the little girl was handing him? I mean, yeah, it's a third-world country, probably, so... Yeah. But he's still a really successful scientist. Okay. But shirts don't rip off that. Okay. That's my point. It's a movie, Daniel. It's a long-ass movie. <laughs> it's not that long. Yes, it is. <laughs> it really is. Just wait. You you watch Endgame. See how long oh that one gosh. is. Oh my gosh, Endgame felt like forever. It's three hours, I believe. Three hours and three minutes. Yep. I could never. I would know. I no. still have questions, and I watched like watched the whole thing, and you know, seen some of the other ones. Yeah, that can happen. So, I don't know. Hannah, what's your one hour, 35 minute note? Um, what does I've got red in my ledger mean? If you have red in your ledger, it means you owe more money than you have and you are in debt. In general use, it means that someone has done something for you and you feel you need to do something for them in return. She's probably, she's probably stating her metaphorical debt to Hawkeye. Okay. Yes. What's your hour and 35 minute note? There was a cellist. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> That's my hour 35 minute note. Because someone asked Tony Stark, did he, did he have a wife? And Tony Stark says, I think there was a cellist. <laughs> um, at an hour and 37, I wrote, explain, please. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm, I'm going to it. Give me a minute. I think I might know what you're talking about, but I need to... An hour, 37.58. Ah. Hour, 30, 56. Here we go. Let's listen. Mom's jacket. Oh. So, the... Agent Coulson has the Captain America cards, right? Yes. And Tony Stark throws them on the table. They're covered in blood and said these were in his jacket. You never got a chance to sign them. Nick did that. And that's totally what I meant. And then <laughs> Marina Hill, that's her name, right? Maria. Maria yeah. says um, they weren't in his jacket, they were in his locker. And Nick Fury says they needed a little push. Yes. Why? So that took me a really long time to figure out. But it, so the cards were not in his pocket. So what Nick did was he took blood from um blood he just took blood there's a lot of blood he took blood marvel movie but he took it from colson uh-huh and got it all over the cards and um gave this whole pep talk to the avengers to be like to be like colson still believed in the Avengers initiative you guys should work together if you did this never would have happened and then he was like captain Captain America, um, because we all know Coulson loves Captain America. Like, yes. he fangirls over her, over him. Um, and his cards were, as he said, near mint. And so he throws them on the table to Captain and says, I guess you never did get to sign them. Yes. Because he can't sign them now. No, yeah. That, I thought, you know, I thought it, he... What he meant by that was, you know, he just, he covered them in his blood and made them feel guilty about it. But I guess I thought I was wrong because I thought there was, like, another reason from another movie. No. But I was right. You were correct. <laughs> you were correct. Look at that. So he basically just wants them to give that little push. Yes. He, he pretty much guilted them into getting together. Into becoming the Avengers okay. because they weren't. They weren't. No, they were they all aren't. fighting each other. And then they don't, like, call themselves the Avengers until Tony says, you've pissed off the Avengers to Loki. Yes. 
Um, Phoebe, I am going to say something and you are going to put me down, but I'm going to say it anyway. Did you catch right. the Lord of the Rings reference? <sighs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Wait, you didn't? Oh my God, I found something in a Marvel movie that Phoebe didn't know. I'm going to play it. Because Lord of the Rings is not my thing. I know, so... this is like a common Lord of the Rings reference. Okay, then let me hear it, because I might know it. I just forget. Okay, I'm going to play the whole scene. Okay. Close that portal of priorities containment. Martin, I want you on that roof. Eyes on everything. Call out patterns and strays. Stark, you've got the perimeter. Anything gets more than three blocks out, you turn it back, or you turn it to ash. You give me a lift? Right. Better clench up like a loss. Garrett? No. He calls, um, Tony calls Hawkeye Legolas, which is the elf archer from Lord of the Rings. He's got the long, silky blonde hair. Yes. Yes. Um. That's, that he uses nicknames in everything. That's why he calls Thor Point Break. Oh, I didn't catch that one. Was that in this movie or another movie? That's in this movie and in future movies. Doesn't he, he calls call, him Point is, Break. Who calls... I'm getting off track. Who calls Rocket Trash Trash Panda? The, um, Trash Panda, Qu Peter Quill calls him that. And then he's like, oh. he goes, you stupid raccoon. He goes, I'm not a raccoon. He goes, I'm sorry. You are a Trash Panda. And he goes, is that better? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's like the best line in any Marvel movie. Yes. I love Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt is hilarious. Okay, this is a question for Hannah. Uh-oh. Hannah, at... Two hours and six minutes and 20 seconds. Was it just me or did you get Big Hero 6 vibes as well? Um, no, I did not. You didn't get Big Hero 6 vibes? I didn't. What? You have to watch it again. When, when <laughs> Iron Man is in space with the nuke and then he's like almost not going to come back. Like, I got, I got Big Hero 6 vibes. Oh. Um, yeah, I see it now. I wasn't thinking about it though in the moment. It's all I can think about. It's all I can see. Oh, yeah. that, scene made, that scene made me cry. Of course it did. I did not. Well, he thought he was never going to see Pepper again. Oh, my God. Guys, we all know who's going to survive. Yeah, he's in the next movie. Still, in that time, if you've never, like, a lot of people die in these movies. It's... <laughs> Um, I guess if I was, like, watching it when it first came out, then yeah. Yes, like, that's what I mean. Like, oh. Uh, no, I, uh, I didn't cry in this movie, and I saw no places to cry. You didn't cry when Coulson died? Nope. Nope. I didn't like Coulson. I didn't really know, like, what? I didn't have an emotional never, connection to him. I don't like Coulson for one reason. Why? He looks like a bad guy in a TV show I watch, and it makes me not like Coulson's face. Oh my god. <laughs> he looks like, do either of you watch Once Upon a Time? Yep. He looks like the author in Once Upon a Time. The bad author who, like, manipulates everything. Uh-huh. He reminds me of him, and I don't like him. Spot on, he does. I'm 90% sure, like, that's who he reminds me of. Because I tried looking it up. I'm like, I've seen his face before. What is it? But that's what it is, and I don't like Coulson. Hannah, what do you got? Um, oh, I was so mad that they destroyed most of the Stark Tower. All okay. I could think about was how much money was wasted. Oh my god. Do you know why they did that? It's personal, obviously, but... Well, they did it because the Stark Tower turns into the Avengers Tower. Yeah, so because that's why the end, A, that's why the end, only the A is there. What? You didn't catch that, Hannah? <gasps> Guys, I don't know anything about Marvel. Hannah, All the you know what it looks, but Hannah, you know what it looks like. Yeah, but I didn't connect that in my head. All what? the letters fall off except the A. No, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> it was just convenient. Hang on, I have to yell at Hannah for a second. You just no. thought it was convenient? Hannah. Hannah. <laughs> it is, like, spelled out for you. It is written for you in bright colors that that's going to become, like, the Avengers building. Like, just the A is left. Like, it's that obvious. Oopsies. 
my next note is at two hours and 10 minutes. And Hannah, I'm sure you had the same note. Uh, what? My next note is at two hours and 10 minutes. And I said, I'm sure you have the same note. Uh, um, what's your note? About the cameo? Stanley? Uh, oh my goodness. Okay. Phoebe, Phoebe, I got this one. I got this one. Okay. You, you take it. So, so okay. Hannah, you know, in every, you know how John Ratzenberger is in every Pixar movie? Yeah. So yeah, every, in every Marvel movie? Stanley is in every Marvel movie. And Stanley was the guy who created Marvel. Oh, yeah, I know that. Okay. He created the comic books. Yes, that's Marvel. Yeah. Yes. He, like the company Marvel, he founded it. Um, so Hannah, go to two minutes, 10 seconds. And two two hours, ten minutes, and fifteen seconds. Oh, yeah, guys, I saw that. Don't worry, okay. I saw that. I saw no, that. and when Hannah, when I say he's in every Marvel every Marvel movie, he makes a cameo in Phineas and Ferb Mission Marvel. Yeah, like oh. that's how that's how like deep it he goes. Made a, he made one in a DC movie because they mentioned Marvel. That's sick. I like it. So DC was like, we need to mention Marvel. We got to get some copyright. And Stanley, look, look, I will will let you say Marvel. Put me in the movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure he's in like the TV shows as well all the time. Oh, yeah. He'll be like selling hot dogs or something on the side of the road or something. Gotcha. He's also, he's in Big Hero 6 because Big Hero 6 was originally a Marvel comic. Yeah, I knew that he was in Big Hero 6. Um, He is Fred's dad. Yes, he is. Phoebe, I have a question that has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now. Is X-Men Marvel? Uh, Technically, yes, but I do not count it. Okay, so it wasn't produced by Marvel, but it was bought by Marvel? I believe that, yes, I believe that is the case. Okay. Um... I wrote end credit scene because I thought it would sound cool if I said, by the way, there's an end credit scene, but apparently there was two, so. Yes. Yeah. Um, I have a fun fact, actually. Yeah. Um, in the end credit scene, we see Chris Evans, who is Steve Rogers, covering his face the whole time. Oh, I saw this on something. Yes. The reason he was covering his face is because he had to grow a full face, beard, and mustache for another show that he was going to be in. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Yeah. That's oh, super God. cool. I love that Amazing. stuff. Oh, so I have another question. Well, yes. it's not really a question. It's kind of like, okay. So I feel like there's not a lot of character development. Like, we don't really understand how the Hulk or, you know, like, we don't understand how he goes from not being able to control or, like, contain himself to being able to in the end. Does that make sense? Yes. No, that totally makes sense. Um, It took me a long time to figure this one out, too, because um, in the moment that he first hulks out, as we would say, he was trying to stop that from happening because he because Bruce knows that that would be bad. Uh But in the moment where the start of the fight where he's about to kill this Leviathan that is like flying towards him and he says, I think it's time to suit up. So he was like, I, you need to get angry. Like, and he was like, he goes, well, I'm always angry. Cause he suppresses the Hulk all the time. That's why he's like always stressed out because he has been holding in this, the Hulk, but when he allows the Hulk to take over, it happens instantly, like instantly. He's constipated with the Hulk. <laughs> he is, he literally is. Any other questions or notes? No. To um, backtrack a little bit, yeah. I'm probably the only one who noticed this, mm-hmm. but at an hour and 48 minutes and 34 seconds, the bus has an Alvin Ailey sign on it, like an ad. Ailey's know. a dance company in New York. They have tons of ads that pop up in the Avengers movie. I really want to notice this because, you know, the dancer in me. Oh. What is that? It's a modern-based dance company in New York. 
Um, um, they're pretty well known, I guess, but maybe it's just because I'm a dancer. No, but they're not well known. <laughs> okay, well, you've heard of like New York City Ballet, um, mm -hmm. American wow. Ballet Theater. Sure. Okay, <laughs> okay. Well, that's like more ballet focused, but Alvin Ailey is like the really well known modern focus company mm -hmm. in um, New York City. You know, since Hannah pointed that out, I did have a note that I totally skipped. The Lion King Broadway musical ad. Yes. Um, but it's New York, like, you know, obviously they're gonna be ads like that. I was honestly surprised there was no, like, obvious, like, car ad. Oh, yeah. I was kind of, I was expecting there to be, like, a big, like, look at this fancy car that we have. Yeah. So I think that's all our notes. Phoebe, did you have any, like, you said you had one note for, like, the end? I have a, oh god, this is like way back, I just remembered. Um, when Nick Fury goes to recruit Steve, um, he asks, because Daniel asked me this earlier today, he said, when did they get the Tesseract out of the, like, how did that happen? Because Red Skull from the oh, first yeah. so here's Here was my full question. Um, in the first Captain America movie, Captain America, the first Avenger, um, Red Skull has the Tesseract, and that takes place in 1950s. And then the Tesseract falls deep into the ocean and gets lost forever. How did the Tesseract get from the bottom of the ocean to the shield labs? So what what actually happened was um, while they were, it, they show it in the Captain America movie and then they mention it again in the Avengers movie because it's very relevant. But um, Howard Stark, Tony Stark's father, uh, was trying to find Steve because they were hoping that maybe he was still alive. And he was, obviously, because he's still there. They found the Tesseract in the bottom of the ocean and because it fell through the ship because it's just... If you touch it, like, no mortal technically can hold it in their hands um, without, like, burning and getting sick. Yeah, because there's a, there's a scene in early in the movie where Nick Fury, like, takes it out and, like, it's, like, hot potato a little bit. Yeah, because it's so, it's so powerful. It's like, oh, God, it's like touching a, a star. I don't know how to, like, explain that. It's, like, extremely hot and cold, you know? It's energy. But Howard Stark got it back from the bottom of the ocean and brought it back to S.H.I.E.L.D. because that's where it was started. And they have had it for years and years and years. And then it was finally stolen when they were, because it was locked up and they didn't start doing experiments on it to use its energy source until recently. And then when everyone, when Captain found out they were going to use it for weapons, he was all pissed off. It was, it's a long tangent and that I can't like, go on. Who stole it? Did Loki steal it? Loki did steal it, yes. Okay. But he didn't steal it till like 20 plus years later. It's at the end of the fight when the the nuclear bomb hits the mothership, so to say. Mm -hmm. All the Chitari die. Like, all of them. Even the Leviathans. Like, they all die. And okay. I've had a lot of people like be like, why did that happen? How did they just die? So, they're, all the Chitari and all the Leviathans are made by these people inside, which we've never met. We never meet the people inside until end game and infinity war but these people make these like beings that are all kind of connected if you think of star wars more like the clones kind of yeah but they're all the same sort of and they're all connected to each other so when, when the mothership gets destroyed they all die which is pretty lucky for them by the way Yes, it is. So. That's all I got. That's all I have, too. So I am, like, totally forgetting what we normally do when we finish our notes. 
uh, a good movie, I think. Yeah, we just kind of like Let's talk about the movie overall. Um, it was too long. It was not agreed. Long. Yeah, it was too long. The majority rules here. It was too long. <laughs> um, I, I loved it. I always love it. I you did. Never ever you know ever hated. We brought you in because we know you loved it. So Hannah and I, like the newcomers, we're talking now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. I I mean, it wasn't terrible. It was really long, and t- there I spaced out a lot in long movies. So yeah, I do too. Yeah, I was just like I kept checking to see how far along I was. I ended up watching it like I stopped in the middle and came back to it later because I didn't want to watch any more of it. Yeah, no, I watched it twice, like back to back, and it was four hours of sitting through a lot. I will say though, like if I was watching, like if I were to go to the movie theater for this, I feel like it would go by faster because like I'm purposely going there to oh, watch. Yeah. No, definitely. Whereas, like when I'm sitting on my computer or on my phone watching it, I like think about all these other things I could be doing. When I'm watching a movie, it's hard to like get in the mindset of like I'm gonna sit down, I'm gonna watch a movie now because I have like 50 other stuff I feel like I need to do. Yeah. So. Normally at this time we go to spin the wheel, but because we skipped Aristocats last week, that's what we're going we're going to be watching next week. Yep. But we so, definitely need to do another Marvel podcast. We definitely will in a few months from now. Okay. Yeah. Next year, probably. <laughs> I promise it won't be that long. I'll make you need to watch prepare yourself for the next long endeavor movie you have to watch. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm kind of dreading for when we have to do Star Wars because we're actually going to have to do Star Wars. Yeah, I cannot sit through Star Wars movies, and I cannot sit through anything with Ewan McGregor in it. Why? I, okay, I so can't go on this tangent. I have there to- is no. I'm going to go on this tangent. I believe that every person has one actor that they don't like. Oh, no, definitely. And me, it's Ewan McGregor. And you are entitled to that opinion. Um, I am. I was watching Star Wars Episode One recently. And... Why? That one's the worst. Every time Ewan McGregor wasn't on screen, I forgot about his existence. <laughs> okay. So, I guess... If we don't have a wheel, see, I guess this is goodbye. It seems like it. Thank, thank you so much for joining us. Oh my God, thank of you course. for answering our questions. Of course. I'm so, so we, sorry that um, if you lost any respect for us because we didn't understand <laughs> this super. Oh God, no! I love like informing people on it, but I, I may have made some errors, so no one attack me on it. But I know. I know more than some. She knows more than me and Hannah, so that's why we brought her in. However, if you do want to add something that Phoebe skipped over or one of us skipped over, you can DM us on Instagram or through Anchor. You can leave a voice message and we can play your message in our podcast. So we know Phoebe, well, I have no Phoebe, through a group of kids called the Disney Kids, which is our TikTok account. So if you have TikTok, you should follow us on TikTok at the Disney Kids. It's me, Daniel, Phoebe, and a bunch of other people. I think it's like, what, six other people? I think there's 10 of us. Yeah, there's like 10 of us. And we make videos about Disney. We're all obsessed with it. And so we have great conversations about our like of Disney. Um, so yeah, you can check us out there on TikTok. And hopefully we'll be getting some of the other kid, Disney Kids on here to special guests on the podcast yes definitely we'll have some more people over soon i know as last week we promised a special guest for aristocats we still have someone coming in and then i think we'll take a break and just just be hannah and i for a while and then we'll bring in someone else yep well this has been great yes i loved answering your questions it was lovely of course, of course. And I'm so glad I caught a reference that you didn't. <laughs> it made me happy. 
Uh, that'll only happen once ever. Mm-hmm. I went. So cherish. You know, next time we bring Phoebe in, we'll bring Phoebe in on a movie she's never heard of. So. Oh, great! That'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Disney Talk with Daniel and Hannah. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Disney Talk with Hannah and Daniel. All the clips played throughout this episode are owned and were created by the Walt Disney Company as well as Marvel Studios. Have a great day.